It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Sandra Smith. I'm Trey Gowdy. I'm Shannon Bream, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Monday, February 5th, 2024. I'm Eben Brown. The Senate writes a bill to tackle border security, and yet congressional Republicans are ready to squash it. Is that a good idea? The bill does provide $650 billion to build the wall. The Border Patrol supports the package. Their union, that's significant. So some people are saying, what the heck? This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Janice Dean, Fox News Senior Meteorologist. Be sure to subscribe to the Janice Dean Podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the sunshine. The text of a so-called border security bill in the U.S. Senate was made public over the weekend, and it didn't take long for senators, House of Representative members, governors, state legislators, and everybody else to deride it. The bill allocates nearly $120 billion, very little of it comparatively. About $20 billion would be for security measures at the U.S. southern border. The largest expenditure in the bill is $60 billion for Ukraine's war with Russia. There's $14 billion to resupply Israel's military in its fight against Hamas and other terrorist groups. House Republicans who run that chamber have already said no way. But the bill is bipartisan. And some wonder why House Republicans could be so against it when Senate Republicans helped to craft it. And I'm not convinced, frankly, that uh, Senate Republicans love this. Chad Pergram is our Fox News senior congressional correspondent, and he joins us from Capitol Hill. I mean, if you look at the list of Republican senators who come out in the past 18 hours or so who have said that this is your term there and this term has been batted around for a while here on Capitol Hill, dead on arrival, uh, calling it a bad bill. A disaster of a bill. I mean, pick your superlatives there. I mean, uh, I'm going to talk about the math here because that's what I always discuss when it comes down to this. The goal was to get half of the Senate Republican conference and they would probably lose a few Democrats along the way. But, you know, if you get, you know, 25 out of the 49 Senate Republicans, you're in business. The problem here is that they might only get 11 or 12. And that's a real problem. If you're getting half of the half, you know, or less than half of the half. Yeah. Okay, that, that's a bigger problem. And then the math comes to this test vote in the Senate on Wednesday where they need to get 60 votes. And you already have some Democrats who are opposed. You have Bob Menendez, Democrat in New Jersey. You have uh, Alex Padilla, Democrat from California. Uh, Bernie Sanders has sent some signals on the Israel part of the bill. Keep in mind, there's funding for Israel in this. Uh, so right there, you're getting down to 48 maybe on the Democratic side. And, and if you come in right under the wire, right at 60 votes, OK, that's fine. You, you're you able to you know, start debate on this. You've, you've broken the filibuster against starting debate, but you can't get much further. And I just talked to Mike Johnson, the Speaker of the House, and I said, do you try to kill this bill on political grounds? Is that your goal here? And he said, no. He said, uh, you know, this does not meet our criteria that was set out for the bill. He says, uh, you know, we asked for a border wall. We've talked to border security experts and border patrol people actually at the border there and said, what do you need? He said, it doesn't line up. Now, here's the the strange thing. 
And maybe it's not so strange considering how sorted this bill has been. Uh, the bill does provide $650 billion to build the wall. Um, okay. Uh, the Border Patrol supports the package, their union. That's significant. So some people are saying, what the heck? And this is where people say it has to be politics because Democrats really gave on a lot of things. And this is why you have some other liberals, those who are particularly interested in some of the Border Patrol and immigration policies like Senators Menendez and Padilla, who are against this. Um, you're going to have trouble getting the Congressional Hispanic Caucus. I did an interview with Nanette Berrigan, who's uh, the chair, Democrat from California, from Los right. Angeles. And she told me on on Thursday that everything she was hearing, she did not like and that the CHC had not been included in the negotiations. So uh, this thing is on life support right out of the blocks. And the two biggest losers might be if they fail to get 60 votes are Mitch McConnell, the minority leader, because he is the one who said, if we're going to do border aid, excuse me, if we're going to do Ukraine aid, we have to do something about the border. And then you have Ukraine itself because they might not get their aid. And then to a lesser degree, probably James Langford, a very conservative senator who negotiated this, was was, uh, you know, deputized by uh, Mitch McConnell to work on this. And you have Republican senator after Republican senator after Republican senator throwing him under the school bus. It's remarkable. This bill is more than just a border security bill. You, you've mentioned the funding for uh, for Ukraine, uh, and you also mentioned the funding for Israel, the funding for Ukraine, much, much larger than than for Israel. And there are some people who have raised the uh, the Israel angle as concerns and, and reasons why they wouldn't vote for the bill. You mentioned uh, Senator Sanders, Bernie Sanders of Vermont. I believe uh, Congressman Massey of Kentucky has said that he would not uh, vote for this bill on those grounds alone. I can imagine there would be a few others. Is this part of an ongoing uh, problem where you get these big bills that have to do with more than one subject and, and throw everything all, at, all in one piece of paper, as opposed to let's have a bill for a border wall, let's have a bill for Israel, let's have a bill for Ukraine. It, it, do, we, do we still keep coming back to this, this problem of, of politics and, and congressional business making? I don't know if that's the main issue with this. Uh, I could see that on, on some bills. There is criticism when they load things together, um, but that's how you sometimes sweeten the bill. For certain people but if you sweeten the bill and didn't get what you wanted you know and and whatever you know sugar supplement you put in there wasn't right. wasn't good enough uh everybody's kind of soured on it and that's kind of where we are right now with this with this bill um that is an interesting point and again i say it was mitch mcconnell who who said that they wanted to connect these things i'll say the other thing is that you have very few trains leaving the legislative station around here during the course of a congress anymore I mean, you know, it was just before Christmas and President Biden signed a few others into law just after Christmas or whatever. Uh, but they were down in the, the mid 20s in terms of how many bills had actually been signed into law last year. Wow. I mean, that's pretty low. Now, some people might say, OK, that's good. You know, we're not we're not we're not doing much. That's important. Um, OK, fine. Some of those are, you know, post offices and things like that that are rather pedestrian. But that's not much. So, again, if you're going to you know what's happened on Capitol Hill, if you're going to legislate, you have to get everything onto that train that's leaving the station. And again, it was Mitch McConnell, who is a veteran legislator and very, very savvy when it comes to those sorts of things, whether you agree with him politically or not. And he is the one who said, let's do it that way. And Democrats said, OK, we'll do it that way. And then guess what? The thing blew up. But, but there, this isn't because those two things are are connected necessarily.
We are speaking with Fox News senior Capitol Hill correspondent Chad Pergram on whether or not this border security bill would pass on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. We'll have more straight ahead. Let's think about what happens if this bill does not pass uh, either the Senate or the and it looks like it certainly wouldn't pass the House. What what happens next? I mean, because because if it doesn't pass, nobody gets anything. And you're sort of back to the back to the way beginning. How do, how do you salvage this? How do you move past it? Sometimes it is uh, darkest before the dawn around here. Sometimes they do salvage things. OK, that's possible. Uh, the other thing that could happen is that they fail on this test vote on Wednesday or, you know, at a future date, you know, if they have another test vote or actual, you know, passage fails down the road. Um, and then people say, look, you know, the Democrats might try to turn this around and say we tried to do border security. But we couldn't get there. The problem for the Republicans, and this is why I asked the Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, I said, are you trying to kill this for political considerations? And he said no. And he talked about policy things. And then I pointed out to you the policy things he's talking about are, in fact, in the bill. Okay. Right. Frankly, Republicans know that they have a political advantage on the border. They have run on this issue. But there is some inconsistency here from Republicans. On one hand, they're saying President Biden has all the tools he has to fix the border. Yet they turn around and also say, oh, wait a minute, we don't believe that he would, you know, adhere to these legislative changes. We don't trust him enough. So that's inconsistent. Number two, they passed in the House of Representatives something called H.R. 2, which is a very strict border bill back in the spring last year. Right. And that probably couldn't pass the House now, but it did then. And say, well, the Senate, all they have to do is pass this. OK, that's not going to pass the Senate. And that's not really fair because the Senate wouldn't just say, why don't you just pass our thing? Absolutely. So that's a problem there. But number two, on one hand, they say the president has the tools to fix the border. Yet they turn around and say, oh, but you have to pass this legislation, H.R. 2. So that's inconsistent. So I tell you, you know, Jim McGovern, uh, he was the chair of the, the ranking Democrat on the Rules Committee. Uh, he said he felt like he had to go to the Capitol attending physician to get a, a neck brace because there was so much whiplash up here in terms of what they were telling him what they wanted to do. And he's probably not wrong on that. And has the White House said anything at this point? Have you heard? I mean, I know obviously they're behind it. They helped to broker it. But uh, are, are they are they in damage control mode? Have they been calling up to the Hill and saying, hey, get let's get this done? President Biden has said my message to Speaker Johnson is pay attention to what the Senate's doing. We have a bipartisan deal. You're going to see the details of it here. And uh, again, uh, he said we don't have enough border agents. I mean, he's making the case for this. Now, can he use the bully pulpit and turn this issue around on the Republicans? Um, I wouldn't bet the farm on that possibility in this political environment. But uh, we've seen things like that happen, especially since Republicans said, let's try to fix the border. And, and some people are going to say up here, even if you don't agree with everything in the bill, you know, you're never going to agree with everything in the bill. Right. But you had an opportunity to actually legislate, improve the situation dramatically, and they failed because they could not get the votes because it's about the math. Uh, that's a problem. So maybe President Biden can turn this around for himself politically and the Democrats. Uh, otherwise, Republicans might be able to say, oh, we just don't trust them on the border. Let's just wait for former President Trump. And this is where you had, you know, a couple of days ago, people like Mitt Romney and others saying it is the height of hypocrisy and cynicism to say, oh, please kill the bill and make things worse so we can help President Trump. And then maybe he can deal with it if he's elected in early 2025. 
there are some people that's going to resonate with. Chad Pergram, our senior Capitol Hill correspondent, thank you so much for being with us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. My pleasure. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. I'm Guy Benson. Join me weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and guests. Listen live on the Fox News app or get the free podcast at GuyBensonShow.com.